morning. Good morning.、Uh, we wanted to share from 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. Paul and Silas' missionary journey to the Greek city of Thessalonica is recorded in Acts chapter 17, verse 1 through 4. A number of individuals believe Paul's message while in Athens. Paul received a glowing report that the believers at Thessalonica were growing spiritually and serving God fervently. Paul wrote this letter to encourage them as well as to answer some of the questions rose within the church about Jesus' return. In this chapter 2, I found Paul sharing and exhorting the Thessalonians what kind of ministers they should strive to become. Verse 2 says, To know suffering, to know what it's like to be shamefully treated, boldness in God to declare the gospel. Looking at verse 4, know that you have been entrusted with the gospel and you have to pass it on. Please God, not man. Verse 7 Gentle among the people they're ministering to, like a mother taking care of her own children. Verse 8 The people they minister to enter your heart. You become very dear. Christians should become dear to one another. Verse 9 Labors and toils constantly. Verse 10 Blameless in our conduct. Verse 17 Great desire to see other Christians. Verse 19 Christians doing well bring you joy. What challenged me the most is that these are marks of a minister that he has carried out in his own life as he was ministering to the Thessalonians. It's not theory based, but real life example. As I read through the chapter, I was challenged to live these out in my life daily as a minister of the gospel. I want to continue to welcome all forms of suffering as I carry my cross daily. I want my motivation to be a minister to never be about pleasing men, but to please God alone. Like Paul, I do not want to throw around authority and force myself on other people. I commit to a ministry of humility, a willingness to listen and learn. I want my actions to be gentle, compassionate, becoming concerned for the good of those that I am serving. Like Paul, I want to commit to a self giving life, spending time with those I minister to, open up the way I live to them. Share my informal as well as formal life with everyone around me. And finally, work hard to not burden those around me and do my share even more than others. Verse 2 says, As you know, we have boldness in our God to declare to you the gospel of God in the midst of much conflict. It says that they declare the gospel with boldness in the midst of much conflict. And this really spoke to me because we're always looking for the most optimum situation to preach the gospel. And what Apostle Paul says here really challenged me to remember that even in the midst of much conflict, I can still be bold in preaching the gospel. I think about the first year that we spent in Rutgers and how much conflict we were facing with the school administration. And yet, there were relationships being formed and gospel being preached, so that we have two CPIs this year that we are sending out who came as a result of the ministry that tumultuous year. The lesson here is that the gospel can still be boldly declared even in the midst of most unfavorable situations. Looking at verse 12 and 14, Paul described I thought what a Christian ought to be like. Verse 12 says, Walk in a manner worthy of God. Verse 13, we see the Bible as God's word. It has authority, it has the final say. When the Bible speaks or when it preaches, it is God speaking to us. Verse 14, imitators of churches that suffer. This is my prayer. I thank God that I have been rescued from enslavement to sin and brought into his heavenly kingdom and eternal glory. My prayer is that I may be a worthy witness of God's grace and goodness to all those with whom I come in contact each day. 
I pray that he will enable me in the power of his spirit to tread each step of my daily walk in a manner that is well-pleasing to God. As I look at the way Apostle Paul and his companions minister to the people in Thessalonica, it says that they worked hard and they were blameless in many regards. They were ready to share their lives with the people. And what they saw then was not just words that they preached, but the gospel lived out. The power of it being experienced through their toil and suffering that spoke volumes about the truth of the gospel. They did not resort to deception or bullying or, re- or pressuring any human means, but with the example of their own lives at display, they declared the gospel with their mouths and they backed it up with their lives. It's kind of like what Isaiah was talking about yesterday in his reflection of his past 30 years of our church, how it was not with reasoning that he was convinced, but it was what he saw, how the gospel was being lived out that gave him conviction. As we send out teams to church planting this week, it's my prayer that we can proclaim the gospel in this way, with boldness, even in the midst of much conflict, and with good and clear conscience before God and before men, and therefore display the power and truth of the gospel. Okay, that's all we have today. We hope you have a nice day. Bye-bye. Bye.